So we're here to, uh, this week, we're talking about presence or awareness. And um, this is really central. This is it. This is the foundation of all of our practices. So it's appropriate that it comes toward the end of the book. Awareness is with us all the time. It's just that we don't recognize it. That's, that's the only, the only issue. It's always here, like space. Like if I say the word space, you recognize space. I say the word consciousness or awareness, you recognize awareness. And this concept that everything is awareness. is so vitally important. It's such a vitally important point. What we see, we couldn't see it without awareness. Some kind of, I don't know what happens in sight, some kind of light or some vibrations or something come into the eye consciousness. And then it gets translated into a computer, a table, you but it's in awareness. Hearing is in awareness. Touch is in awareness. Taste is in awareness. Thoughts rise and dissolve into awareness. Emotions rise and dissolve into awareness. Everything actually dissolves into awareness. Whatever you were thinking a second ago has dissolved into awareness. And that's such a key point that it dissolves. What does it dissolve into? Where did that sound go? So the essence of awareness is this this emptiness. And the emptiness is, is always with us, is always such a support to just allow things to come and go, everything that's happening. This is particularly helpful with challenging emotions. If we think a challenging emotion is not going to go away, that it's me, that it's permanent, that it's singular, that it's fixed. Then it might take, take it a while. It'll, it'll dissolve anyhow, but it might take it a while to dissolve. But if we have confidence that of this view, that there is this awareness that includes, that is everything, and that it's empty, and everything arises and dissolves 
into this awareness, then we can, it's, it's very freeing, very liberating. Like a, a, a little block of salt water. If it's put into a small cup, it stays very salty for a long time. But it's, if that little block of salt water is put into the ocean, can hardly tell that it's there. There's this center for healthy minds and they've identified awareness as one of the four qualities of well-being. And the other qualities are just mainly qualities of awareness. Awareness is a foundational quality for well-being. And what grows out of awareness, what the qualities of awareness that, that, that emerge are this open compassion and love and gratitude and generosity and wisdom and value. All the pillars of well-being are founded in awareness, are awareness. There's such well-being in this open expanse of just being. So let's just try this for a few minutes in some meditation. So relax into a comfortably upright posture. And maybe take a deep breath or two and relax. As I've mentioned before, sometimes the clarity of awareness, the openness of awareness is more visible at the end of the exhale. So if you want to linger there for a moment or two at the end of the exhale, you may experience some more naked awareness. I'm going to put on my earphones because I think there's some background noise. Be right back. Just being completely at ease. You don't have to do anything to be aware. 
It's just here. Being aware of the body. Aware of the feet, the calves, the thighs. This calms the mind, clarifies awareness. Aware of the hips. The straightness of your strong back. Aware of the rise and fall of the breath. Relaxing the shoulders and aware of any tension in the shoulders. Aware of the arms, upper arms, lower arms and hands. And aware of the throat, the back of the neck, the back of the head, the top of the head. Aware of the forehead, relaxing the forehead and the brain behind the forehead. Relaxing all the muscles in the face, the jaw. And letting awareness expand without any effort, just letting it be in its own vast, spacious nature aware of space all around us, 360 degrees. Unlimited space. and recognizing all of these sensations are in awareness, rising into awareness and dissolving into awareness. We don't feel one sensation very long. Same with sounds. The momentary nature of sounds in awareness. Whatever you're feeling.
Maybe it seems like a feeling remains for a while, but the the small intimate permutations of that feeling change. There is no self here. Really, there's just awareness. Awareness of images, thoughts, words in the mind. that aren't me. So we don't have to really do anything. We don't really have to focus, just keep returning, gently returning to awareness. We don't even have to meditate, just don't get lost. And if you're lost, you're already back because you've become aware that you're lost. It's so simple. that we don't believe it. Too simple, too easy, that we don't see it. And it's so profound. that we can't really, we can't grasp the profundity. It's so profound, it's everything. And it's so good. It's so full of love and compassion, wisdom, every sensory perception, everything that we can't accept it. So relax and just without any effort at all. The mind will wander off. And you're already back when you see that. And that's our practice. Returning to awareness. 
this skill, this skill that we learn as meditators, this skill to bring us back to well-being, back to wholeness, back to unity. Back to freedom. Maybe we don't have to do something to become enlightened. We don't have to work hard for some enlightenment in the future. Maybe it's just right here, right now. Allowing everything to dissolve. It'll dissolve anyhow, just just recognizing that is freedom. When the mind wanders off, it's still in awareness, it's just not recognizing it. Those thoughts are just part of awareness, manifestations like waves in the ocean, rippling waves. Tsunamis. Are all water. All returning to water. Coming from water. Arising from the vastness. Dissolving into the vastness. Okay, thank you. And you slowly open your eyes and look around.
with some kind of warmth maybe and maybe if you have a window look out your window with some warmth and like it like it's for the first time some freedom some appreciation for what's here So presence, awareness is always here. We just need to recognize it. And some of the questions that I entered are about this recognition. Um, But first of all, we want to hear what you have written down or what you have underlined. You know, we want to discuss what your insights and inspirations were from the chapter. But also, I, I uh, entered some, some uh, questions as backups for discussion. And, but I don't think you can see them. Can you in the chat? Can anybody see those? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I think people, enough of you have them written down that you can use them if it's needed. So, um, so how about we just go into some breakout rooms? Let's see, there are four, 17 of us, um, groups of three or four, um, maybe five groups would be nice. Tell you what, I'm going to break you into, I've got it set up for six rooms, so I'll break you up into six rooms, if, and then um, I might jiggle things around a little bit. So if you get, if you suddenly vanish from one room and pop into another <laughs> room, don't uh, be alarmed. Okay, so let's see. I'm, I'm a little screwed up here. Uh, I hope I don't mess this up. Um, I'm not a pro at these things. Um, hmm. If I if I uh, lose you all, uh, would you can you just kind of come come back right away? Just come back. Mm -hmm. All right. See what happens here. Okay. Didn't that's that's okay. Good. Okay, I think this is working out pretty well. Um, one of your groups does not have, uh, uh, you know, one of our traditional leaders. So 
that will be Helena and Joyce and and Mike. So if you could maybe run it yourself, figure it out. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Have a good time. Have a good good talk. <clears throat>
drop in and find out, you know, am I, am I really here and now? Or am I someplace else in a story that's well embedded, <laughs> um, you know, within my, within my psyche? Um, talked a lot about um, nature, the ability to be uh, present when one is in nature for the beauty and also the, um, I don't want to say cruelty, but also the, the, the death that is in nature. And to really take those moments in nature when we see those two very opposite things uh, that can occur, occur, that that's what we're talking about now for ourselves. Um, the joy and the beauty that we see and preparing ourselves for maybe um, more physical suffering, more mental suffering. We just don't know what the future holds for us as we age. So um, I guess I'll leave it there because there's, yeah. there was so much. I, I have to think a little bit more about it. Um, I don't take copious notes, so it makes it hard. But anyway, it was a great, uh, great session. And I thank Greg and uh, Christine um, for being with me. Thank you. That's wonderful. The presence that we feel in nature. And um, I, uh, it, go, oh, go ahead. I, go, we had a wonderful sharing about our own practice. And I'm afraid, um, I'm glad we'll be going back in our group because there was a question that it came up just as we, the group dissolved and I, you know, but really looking at um, uh, how the author is really encouraging us in this uh, time of life. I think that came up, you know, how to look at our own practice and look at the opportunity to um, make choices uh, around how we experience this life right now um and um oh yeah so it was reflection on our, our own personal practice and then reflection on the author you know and her repeated and beautiful ways of encouraging us to really um take this opportunity to practice um sort of repeated over and over again and to be continued so thank you Summarize either, but we touched on a lot of similar things that have been shared, um, especially underlining quite a bit in the chapter, um, pondering presence, and oh, the phrase authentic self came up for some very interesting discussion what that is, and as well as considering what, what does hinder us from being where we like, quote want to be or what we where we aspire to be so very rich discussion and uh, wonderful sharings in spite of a couple of us saying oh i'm just rambling but it always it always comes back together it's all relevant so thank you to my group that i was in very valuable
um, there's one other group. Um, Eve or Gabrielle, do you want to? Yeah, we were, we were talking about uh, this uh, being present, coming into the presence that it is in all religions. And and then what I was thinking about, what actually when I was younger kept me away from it was uh, too much dogma. Like in churches, it, it was like uh, there was too much preaching and, and rules that I didn't really notice that one can go into presence. And, and that, that's really the main point of all religions to experience the presence. And so, um, and I, I also, um, what came also to me like, uh, maybe also the times in which we live right now, there is more available of this higher consciousness of, um, that, uh, there are a lot of, um, teachers that were not around in, in like 20, 30, 40 years ago. And one can find also more over the internet these days, like we meet now too. Um, so a shift in consciousness, I think, on, on maybe this whole world plane that we are on has occurred. Somehow it is more available to go into presence than it used to be, like, let's say, 40 years ago. This, this is, so in a way, that is a real gift that um, it is, uh, like you were saying in the beginning, David, that it is simple. Yeah, but the mind will say that uh, it is too too simple to drop into presence, drop back into the breath, into really being here. Yeah. So we distract ourselves and go with the stories in the mind rather than allowing ourselves to just drop into it. You know? Yeah. There's a, an analogy... Um... There's, it's a land of gold, and uh, there are no rocks in the land of gold. I didn't do that very well, but something like that. And he re reminded me when you said that, this land of gold is always here. Yeah. This, tre this treasure is always here. Just have to uh, recognize it. How is that for you, recognizing awareness? Is that something that seems pretty, uh, you know, that you, you you do that? Anybody have a, anybody not have a sense of being aware? Yeah. I think we all have that. Um, and, and, you know, cognitively having this view, knowing this view that everything is awareness, even if we don't experience that, even if, you know, that's not part of, you know, what we experience, just, just cognitively taking that in and believing that's true, just through your rational mind is great. It's just a big step forward. And then gradually it can become more and more part of our experience, particularly in meditation. 
And then in meditation, we can experience that. You're just coming back to that, coming back to that. Not being, you know, coming out of distraction in our stories and returning, just returning over and over. That's why they call it a, in this, this Healthy Minds Innovations, this, this Center for Healthy Minds, actually started with the Dalai Lama. They call this a skill. It's actually a skill of well-being. A skill that can be developed. Our brains are plastic. Our, our brains, even at our age, can really grow, can really shift, can, can develop. Okay, well, let's have a break um, and maybe come back at uh, about, um, it's, uh, say, uh, oh, maybe 12.15. All right, and then uh, we'll hear some beautiful words from our heart of awareness, Fiona. <laughs> Thank you. Quietly for a few minutes, and um, since our bodies being back in our chair or bed or wherever you are, floor, cushion. Sense the warmth and contact of this living, breathing body back in our space together. Relaxing the mind, relaxing the stimulation from our break or past conversation, thoughts that arose in response, to conversations just one deep sigh out let it go relax Very simple, just sensing, resting, acknowledging an awareness right here. Maybe one deeper breath, sort of 
say yes breath in and out and we can be back together open your eyes and just see yes we're here I was reading the chapter this time, and um, I think someone else in the sharing, I can't remember now if it was in our small group or in the larger group, how uh, Gil's teaching this week on the 7 o'clock um, meditations and dharmets so beautifully meshed with this chapter for me, too. Um, and Gil used this beautiful, a new set of teachings. I hadn't heard that put together of, uh, uh, gladness, joy, tranquility, happiness, and samadhi. But underlying these beautiful qualities was this his encouraging in our practice to relax and open and even lower the bar of expectation around all of these beautiful qualities to, because it allows us to just open to the present moment, however it is, however we are showing up. And I this chapter with the author talking about being present as opposed to being lost in thought, ruminations, story. And I, I felt with Gil's teaching too, there's this choice. If there's a sense of confidence Beneath the story, there is some deeper truth and clarity and deep peace to keep choosing to turn our attention to that. And at the same time to hold what is arising uh, in our small group. There was this quote in the book, um, I'm going to just, so I don't misquote her. Where we place our attention literally creates the world in which we live and our experience of existence. Lost in pain, we live in a universe of suffering. Witnessing pain, we live in a universe permeated by compassion. Witnessing, I, I read as awareness of, as opposed to just lost and not being aware or being aware of awareness. So I thought maybe as we go back into our groups and share, um, to go to these two prompts that David basically is how to practice 
being aware of awareness and what is outside of our story off the cushion? How can we cultivate, make this choice to really be open to this presence or awareness in our life? How can we encourage that? And also, what hijacks us? And to be aware of that as well, so that we can make choices. So we don't get lost. So that's my encouragement for our time together. And we can have a good, maybe good 20, 25 minutes together, maybe. Um, and then when I got older, all that has changed, some of it by choice and some of it by circumstance. And so the uh, kind of busy work trance uh, that uh, I spent decades fully embracing and thinking that was the real stuff, uh, life has seen fit to kind of toss me out of the canoe into the cold water. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, so it's interesting to me that uh, I don't know that I'm doing these kind of graceful uh, Greg Luganis strokes or something in the water. It's kind of more of a <laughs> frantic dog paddling. But uh, at least I feel like I'm awake and uh, realize that I've uh, got, got, got an opportunity to uh, learn in, in this whole new environment, which uh, life is kind of a, it's kind of a blessing uh, that, that, that's been provided, even if it isn't always particularly comfortable. Uh-huh. Wow. Thank you. That's beautiful, Greg. Yes, thank you, Greg. Um, that's an example of uh, someone who's not a, um, a facilitator stepping forward and saying it, uh, speaking from the heart, um, which is oftentimes difficult to um, condense other people's sharing. And uh, so I uh, encourage other people others of us to when when so moved to just uh, share with a large group it's takes a little bit of the heat off uh, the facilitators and also um, a really um, it's really wonderful to hear you know hear individuals yeah. speak their own speak their own words so thank you thanks great thank you Thank you, MR, for saying this, too. Does anyone else wish to share? Well, I don't recall where I came across this just recently last few days um, but it was something in regards to aging but it was the great gift and blessing of aging um, now how to hold that in the cold water and not 
with a beautiful stroke, but dog paddling. <laughs> but, but seeing it as the blessing, you know, the blessing that we are here. I thought uh, maybe just as an ending, I received a poem today from another senior group. Um, and um, I think it fits in with our discussion um, about you know, this life and being present for and making, making a choice to be present. So, um, the poem's called Allow, and it's by, um, the poet is Donna Fault. There is no controlling life. Try corralling a lightning bolt containing a tornado. Dam a stream and it will create a new channel. Resist and the tide will sweep you off your feet. Allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. The only safety lies in letting it all in the wild and the weak, fear, fantasies, failures, and success. When loss rips off the doors of the heart or sadness veils your vision with despair, practice becomes simply bearing the truth. Mm-hmm. In the choice to let go of your known way of being, the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. Just be quiet for a few minutes. So thank you all for um, your presence here, for however your practice is, on the cushion, at the grocery store, wherever. Just thank you. And thank you, David. Thank you. Let me just end with, uh, um, maybe this, this opening our compassionate hearts and, and sharing the benefit of our group, the benefit of our practice with all beings everywhere. This heart of compassion is a quality, a blossoming of awareness, awareness that we're connected to everyone. So may all beings everywhere be happy. May all beings everywhere be freed of suffering and abide in 
a joy that knows no sorrow. May all beings everywhere live in an equanimity that uh, is not grasping at or aversive to, just poised in awareness. Thank you all. Thanks all for coming. Thanks for your participation. Thank you. Thank you. you. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.